everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Limitless Podcast. I'm your co-host, Jordan. And I'm your co-host, Drew. And together, we're here to help you all become the men you want to be one day at a time. All right, so now we are in episode 10, Boots. It's actually another one of our favorite pieces. I know we said that a lot, but like, boots are so essential uh, to any person's closet that you really do need these you can dress them up dress them down we're gonna hop we're gonna really hop into all of these different things with boots so stay tuned with that and there's so many different kinds and types to learn about so that's super exciting so i guess one thing to to definitely do is just follow us on instagram at lmtls underscore llc and check out the product rec doc because we're going to show you all the outfits we talk about the products that we're going to recommend and just to note we are not sponsored in any way so we won't receive any commission if you buy any of the products, we're just recommending them because we genuinely think they're amazing. This episode's definitely going to be a little bit of a doozy. And so for that reason, be sure to check out the timestamps in our description box in case you do want to jump around and find whatever sections is pertinent to you. But other than that, with all that said, let's get started with today's episode. All right, so with boots, these definitely have a huge history behind them right like we've definitely seen boots being worn ever since well like we can go all the way back to like the wild west but even before that right boots have definitely had a place in society and whenever we think of boots it's more often just sort of like a feminine thing nowadays right like whenever we see people on the streets it's mainly girls who are wearing boots but in fact men were the first people to wear boots right in the 10th century men riding horses needed boots to have heels in them specifically so that they stay in the syrups right so it's funny to think how women have kind of adopted heels as like their go-to but back in the day it used to be something that men held on to specifically and it's it just goes to show how fashion can evolve over time that is that that's definitely pretty cool it's really like this uh i guess transition or reversal and just uh from who typically wore them to i guess who would typically wear them now and yeah as you're saying men with this evolution it's like you see these fashion cycles and who knows if we're in the middle of one now but I mean, that would be really cool. I feel like we're constantly in a fashion cycle. Things are constantly evolving and changing. And so it, I think it's just up to us to kind of figure out what's relevant now and just take advantage of it. With boots in particular, they've had a history and they've kind of evolved since then. But now it's they've become, I think, a huge staple of modern day fashion, right? Doc Martens was the first to be considered a practical working men's boot because of their air cushion soles. But they've since then, they've evolved into a sort of fashion staple that both guys and girls wear all the time. And it's been really interesting to see how men have now started really hopping on this boots trend because, at least in our opinion, boots are what separate men from boys, right? It's mainly young men who Preach. are wearing sneakers, who are wearing athletic shoes, but the boots is what ultimately defines men, right? It's some, it's very rugged. It's very appealing in terms of its aesthetic. It just gives you a much more mature look. And so for that reason, we wanted to kind of give you guys the full breakdown on boots in today's episode so you can figure out which boots are right for you for particular scenarios. So from there, we're going to move on to the materials and types. So starting with the materials. So a boot has a couple different aspects you really need to focus on. The upper portion, the soles, then also just the toe protection. So starting with the upper. Typically, you're going to have, a, let's say, a couple different materials here, which is leather for one, which is great for heavy-duty work. It really provides a rugged look, but it could also be dressed up or dressed down, very durable. And actually, an optimal type of leather you want to see if you can get your hands on is grain leather because it's water-resistant. So, I mean, that's ideal because if you have to walk in a couple puddles, 
if you're walking to work or you're just walking on the weekends, or if it starts raining, you're not trying to get your socks all soaked through a boot, because that's going to be really uncomfortable, probably more so than shoes. I think you can really tell the quality of leather by how resistant it is to water. It's yes. something that we often take for granted, but leather can get water damaged. And so if your boot is getting stained as a result of splashing around in a couple of puddles, then you can tell like the leather is not really good. So definitely look for getting in grain leather boots if you are investing in something that you can wear throughout various different seasons. I think, yeah, that's definitely a good point. So it's like then uh, the next thing you need to keep in mind is like though leather, it could be hard to breathe in if it's especially thick. So you're just going to need to break it in. So there is a break in period. you got to keep in mind. Now, next one is nylon. So this is very breathable, lightweight, comfortable. I mean, it's just a, I guess, a more athletic one per se. You could just move around a bit more in it. Now, rubber and PVC, that's a, another main material. This is more so, I guess, the rain boot type, or maybe it's what you'll see on duck boots. It's like watertight, very easy to clean. However, it's really hard to adjust to this fit because the rubber and PVC is not really going to stretch over time. It's going to stay in that fixed form. It's not going to be as comfortable as leather, uh, possibly. So with that, it could be awkward to walk in, something you need to get used to. But when you do, it could be totally comfortable and totally good to go. Yeah, I think with rubber PVC, the best ones to buy are hybrids, where they do combine them with other materials. And we will be touching on that with one of our product recs for today's episode. Yeah, then next we have our soles. So here, rubber is actually used more often and something you definitely would want to highly consider because it's slip, oil, and abrasion resistant. So with that, it's really going to give you good grip uh, time over time again, and it's going to take a long time to wear down. Next, you're going to have TPU or thermopolyurethane. Now, this is lighter than rubber, also very durable, resistant to chemicals, abrasions, and oils. So I feel like this is becoming used a bit more frequently and I don't, honestly, from our research, we couldn't really see if there was any benefit to TPU versus rubber. They seem to be pretty in line, uh, maybe with slight pros and cons for each. So, I mean, I think that's going to come down to your personal choice and your budget. I think TPU can definitely be used in more work-based settings. So if you are looking to invest in a quality work boot that can handle the wear and tear of working in a factory per se or a more industrial environment, I can definitely see TPU having an advantage there. But in terms of something you're looking to wear for on a daily basis for your fashion aesthetic, right? I don't think you can go wrong with either material. Definitely. So then we're going to have our EVA or ethylene vinyl acetate. It's a flexible, lightweight, foam-like material. So this is usually used in like the midsoles and it's really stable and comfortable. It kind of helps redistribute your body weight. So that way you're, I guess, not constantly being pressed down, whether it be in the arch of your foot or any other portion of your uh, foot. So it's really nice there. Then you have your toe protection. So now in this third portion to pay attention to, you could have steel toe boots, which are really popular for work boots. Very sturdy, but they are heavy and they will transfer heat. So just be careful with that. I know steel toe boots are definitely ideal for snow shoveling. Right, I've, I have my fair share of steel toe boots and they definitely do help keep my toes warm, especially because I do have tiny capillaries and my feet tend to freeze up really easily. So I do tend to get a lot of pain in my feet if it gets too cold. So steel toe boots have definitely been really helpful in that sense. So if you are looking for boots in particular that offer a lot of protection against the cold, this is something to look out for. Yeah, and then we have composite toe boots next, which are basically rigid uh, and they can include Kevlar, carbon fiber, any other dense plastic as well. They don't really transfer temperature, so 
I mean, if you really had to wear this in the summer, could be totally okay. And they're also really good in metal-free environments in the event, uh, I guess there could be a, a danger or some hazard posed to you if you're to wear sealed toe boots. These are a lot of different materials. I honestly didn't know that the extent of this was just so broad. Right? Like, boots honestly just seem like regular shoes, but high-top versions with bigger soles. But when you look at, uh, actually do this research, you're like, hold up. There's so much going on beyond that. Mm-hmm. Agreed. So, moving on to the types. This is also a long list, but for very good reason. Just stay with me. We're going to try to really keep it short for you guys. Uh, a main one is Chelsea boots. Our main uh, style is Chelsea boots. These are really big in Britain. They started there initially in like the 19th century. And another thing is they have elastic in the boot shaft. So that's a one way that you'll easily be able to distinguish Chelsea boots from any other kind of boot. And they're good with nearly any kind of outfit. You could dress them up, dress them down partially, not like totally with sweats. That's just not a move at all. Uh, and there are various materials, suede or leather. Uh, or So with that, I mean, you have so much you could do with just this one style. Next, we have Chukka boots. This is like a medium boot shaft. Think about like a mid-top kind of shoe in a way. And they're either suede or leather, typically. And again, you could dress them up, dress them down. But typically, these are dressed up with chinos. Uh, kind of right around that range. Chinos usually are the best pair with Chukka boots, at least uh, what I would say. I feel like they go kind of oddly if you were to wear any sweats or anything like that. I think boots in general aren't great with sweats. I think there are exceptions, maybe combat boots, and we'll kind of dive into that a little bit. But even then, I wouldn't suggest wearing sweatpants or any sort of loungewear with boots. They're much built for more rugged clothing. So let's say jeans, if you want to dress them up. So let's say chinos or even suit pants for that matter. I think boots can do wonders if you're wearing a suit. But again, we'll kind of touch on that a little bit. Except if you're shoveling snow, then maybe find sweats and boots, but that's it. (laughs) (laughs) The only exception. Right? Next, we have combat boots. And Doc Martens also fall in this category now. They were heavy in the work boots before. They still do those. But now combat boots. And these are definitely more rugged. And I think Jordan really loves combat boots and for a really good reason. I think they're just a lot more durable and functional than your typical boot. I've had Chelsea boots. I've had chuckle boots i even have a bunch of dress boots in my house right now but i love my combat boots the most simply because they're the most functional and i think i can dress them up and dress them down the thicker outsole that tends to be present on combat boots is also incredibly durable so i can wear these if it's raining if it's snowing so just overall i think this also matches my own personal aesthetic when it comes to dressing up and so honestly you can't go wrong with these so and i feel like they're very uh, you could be very athletic in these i feel like the people in I feel like everyone in the army wears a combat boots, or at least some specific uh, style of them for short. But I mean, I, I guess that really goes to show that there's a lot to be said about combat boots. They are very loud, though, if you are going to wear them with an outfit. So keep in mind, these will be a standout portion of your outfit if you are going to wear these. So kind of craft the rest of your outfit carefully around it. Yes. Now, next, we're going to move on to dress boots. There's a whole bunch here, but I think I'm going to focus on one. So first, I'll just touch on cap toe dress boots. Uh, Basically, these, you can dress them up with suits, also wear them with jeans. But the main one I want to touch on, actually, are wingtip boots. Now, these have, like, brogue details, which are basically holes in the leather for show and for fashion only. Like, you know those ones where you feel like an upper part of the leather is sitting on the mid part of the leather uh, on that whole upper portion of the shoe? That's what mm-hmm. this uh, will have. It'll sh- have like these holes where it starts to overlap or 
kind of connect and it's going to be this really cool design but it's definitely going to be a bit more on the uh, fancier side so it's a formal boot and you could wear them a bit informally but more so in like a semi-formal sense though uh, really with with jeans maybe if they're like very dark you could pass with that but it's a risk now they're very good with suits uh chinos especially denim maybe keep it on the darker side and it could and it could work well just make sure they're fitted nicely then it should actually be no problem then breast best in dark brown colors brown shades honestly black ones here you won't be able to see those holes so there's no real point to black wingtip boots i think wingtip boots work best in brown like you were saying like any different shade of brown i would go for a little more of a darker shade rather than a lighter shade simply because the lighter shade just isn't as I guess, versatile in terms of wearing it in a more formal settings. So with the darker brown shade, you can kind of wear that in a variety of different situations. Yeah. Now we have our Jodhpur ankle boots. These are a little different, uh, just slightly different from Chelsea boots, but uh, just something to keep in mind. They also look pretty cool. They also look kind of formal. Now we're going to move on to some alternative boots. Again, just going to slightly touch on these, only really hit on one. So we have harness boots, more like a riding boot, desert boots. They're like chukka ones, but kind of similar to the military. So maybe what you could find in the army per se. Uh, hiking boots. I think that just speaks uh, for itself or for yeah. themselves. <laughs> and then we have work boots. So these can be actually very stylish. They can last a very long time. They're strong, very good in cold weather. And think of it like Tim's, honestly. Those are work boots. I think Tim's are the perfect example for work boots. They're just something that you can wear with a variety of different things. And Tim's, even in and of themselves, have developed kind of a cult following in terms of the way you can style them up. So if you want to kind of pursue this kind of aesthetic with your outfit, there's so many different options and ideas that you can look for inspiration. Yeah, and if you don't know what Tim's are, please get out from the rock you're living under and just see the world. <laughs> <laughs> but I have yeah. a feeling though most people do know what Tim's are at this point. Yes, please mm -hmm. uh but then yeah in, in the end there are a couple things you should look out for in a, in a good way so a big thing with boots especially when there's leather is good year welted construction basically what this is going to give you is a very strong durable repairable style of a boot so it's going to involve stitching of the upper leather uh, lining leather and welt which is especially prepared piece of leather and all of these will be done so in a way that allows the upper part of the boot to be detached from the sole actually without ruining it so you can easily repair your boot you can get a whole new sole on there and keep the the, the top as it has been so it will still give you that character from an older slightly worn down boot and this has been around for hundreds of years it's one of the best shoe construction methods so definitely something you pre should prefer yeah i feel like shoe construction has really evolved over time and we'll kind of touch on this with our upcoming episode but for boots, for the most part, a lot of the traditional shoemaking methods that have been around since like the 1600s, 1700s really still apply, especially in terms of modern day boot construction, which is really cool to see. Definitely. All right. So now moving on to the fit and style, for the most part, in terms of you considering basic shoe fitting tips, the same things apply in terms of the stuff we talked about for our white sneakers episode. But with boots, there are specific nuances you should look out for. The best thing or the most important thing that you need to keep in mind is that the width of the boot around your ankle can really vary from brand to brand. So for that reason, online shopping for boots doesn't necessarily work well all the time. And so we recommend that if you are going to shop for boots, you do go in person and try the boots on for yourself. 
Yes, because more preach. often than not, you will have some leather issues in terms of it breaking in until it becomes too tight, or the width may not just be right in terms of what you're looking for. Right. Another thing to keep in mind is that your feet swell as the day goes on. And so you need to account for that when you're buying your boot size. When you're wearing sneakers, it doesn't really matter because most modern day athletic sneakers, even leather sneakers for that matter, are built to sort of expand. But because you're taking into account both your foot and your ankle region with boots, that's something you definitely need to pay a little bit more attention to when you're looking for the right pair. That's an important part that's definitely often overlooked. So just keep in mind what Jordan said, and honestly, you should be on a good path to finding the boots that work well. So now let's say you're in the store, you've got a a good pair of boots that you're interested in. What should you look for when you're trying it on, right? So the first thing to look for is the boots natural break point should line up with your foot's break point. And the break point is basically the distinction between the base of your foot and where your toes start. Think of it as the toe line that should naturally line up when you're putting the boot on. Secondly, the widest part of the boot should line up to the widest part of your foot. So that should be like the balls of your feet, how your feet kind of curves outward a little bit and then angles inward. So the boot should be widest in that region. And again, it kind of ties into where the natural break point should be. Minimal heel slip is okay because again, nowadays people are kind of wearing boots where they tie the laces around the ankle before tying the knot to secure a tighter fit around the ankle region. So you can have minimal heel slip. But again, if it's too tight, then that's something that you need to look out for. But other than that, there's uh, nothing really much to it in terms of looking for boots, right? These are kind of just basic fit and style tips that you want to look out for. Obviously, like we mentioned with some of the other boots we talked about, you do need to kind of pick your boot based on the outfit and the aesthetic that you're looking for. For example, I can't see combat boots being worn with a suit. It just wouldn't work. And for that same reason, I wouldn't see dress boots working with a pair of shorts and a t-shirt, right? So you need to really tailor the boots you're buying to whatever outfit you're wearing. And that's why when we'll touch into our product recs, we recommend that you actually buy several types of boots rather than just like one boot serves all, if that makes sense. Yes. So actually, we're going to move on to the outfit recommendations for today. So the first one, our minimal one, actually looks pretty dang cool because the boots stand out here but it still provides this minimal look. So it's, it looks like a black denim jacket with a black crew neck sweatshirt or just a black t-shirt underneath with dark blue yet faded jeans. And these boots, I would say, are kind of like work boots here. They look like work boots, but leather work boots in a way and ones that you could style up uh, or style down. And in this case, I feel like it's just right in the middle and it's a really good look. If you're wearing boots in more of like a minimal casual setting, one thing you can consider with your pants is rolling up the cuffs a little bit. So even with the cuff rolling, there are differences and nuances in terms of how you want to do it. So some people really like to show off their boot, and so they will roll the cuff above the end point of the boot to even show off a little bit of the sock underneath in case they are wearing a little bit of a fancy sock. Some people roll up the cuff halfway up the length of the boot just to kind of have the boot in there but not really expose their socks or too much of their shins. And some people even just let their pants naturally sit over their boots, right? We were talking about this in the jeans episode, but do not get specific boot cut jeans because those will just swallow up the boot entirely and you won't be able to show it off. So again, just go for more slim fitting, even like a skinny fit, depending on your body type and preferences. And make sure you do take advantage of that cuffing, especially if you are wearing in a more casual setting. Yeah. Well, now we're moving on to our flashy and trendy outfit. So here we have light blue faded jeans, ripped jeans with a light gray peacoat and a white 
t-shirt underneath. Honestly, it looks really good look itself. But what makes it here are actually these light gray Chelsea boots. And they look pretty cool. And they actually go really well with the jacket he's wearing. And let's say when he takes off that jacket, it still goes, they still go very well with this outfit. And it's just a nice complimentary piece and everything just flows together. I know Chelsea boots have really started gaining a lot of traction within the streetwear industry or within the streetwear niche. And so something to definitely keep in mind, especially when you are wearing Chelsea boots, is that they the cuffing doesn't necessarily work with these types of boots. It just looks a little chunky. The whole point of the Chelsea boot is to have a very slim aesthetic that kind of blends in with your pants. So if you are looking to invest in Chelsea boots, make sure that you actually get your pants hemmed to the right amount so that they sit right at the top of the Chelsea boot. And that way it's much more of like a natural transition from the boot to the leg of your pant. Right, or even just slightly going in onto the boot itself, but nothing like insane. Yeah, and again, like I mentioned before, cuffs really don't work with this type of boot in particular. Yeah, now we're moving on to our private school or our preppy look. So, I mean, one comment I think, Jordan, you and I can just take away from this. This man's wearing pants that are way too tight. But yes. <laughs> other than that, though, uh, you want a slightly looser-fitting uh, pair of dress pants, a nice belt that is at least similar enough in shade to your boots, which here it's a... This is slightly darker than the... Darker brown than the boots he's wearing, but it does work here. It's a very light blue button up, it looks like, and a, I guess, just a fancy navy blue peacoat here now the boots he's wearing are i would say these brogue tip boots i feel like it's harder to see the brogue tip but they just seem to have a fancier look and if they don't actually happen appear to be the brogue tip they're just a fancier version of a work boot i would say yeah definitely with this kind of outfit this is something you can wear for work if it's a casual friday for example or let's say you're going out to a little bit more of a semi-casual, semi-formal event. Dress boots really do the job in terms of making your outfit stand out a little bit. And I think it's a fun alternative to your more traditional dress shoe. Yes. Honestly, it's cool. Like when you wear boots, for some reason, you just feel a different, different kind of way. Yeah, no, I think that's probably the best feeling about boots is that you definitely feel like you are standing out in comparison to other people. And I think that's probably why they are such a great part of any guy's wardrobe. Yes, they're amazing. All right, we're going to let you kick it away with this one. Yep. Now you may be wondering, is this worth going all in? Like, should I actually invest a good amount of money to buy a solid pair of boots? And in this case, again, like we've been mentioning with a lot of our other episodes, it really depends on the type of material that you're looking out for, right? After $200, you're probably just paying for the brand name, but it can also be the craftsmanship, right? And so similar to jeans, you have to pay for the quality and the lifetime per se, right? We've really been emphasizing the cost per wear kind of economic principle when it comes to looking out for clothes. But something to additionally also keep in mind is you do need multiple boots, right? At least with like jeans or chinos or whatever, you can honestly just get away with one pair. So it is okay to really invest all of your money in a very quality pair. But with boots, right, depending on the aesthetic and the type of fits that you want to pull off, you may need multiple pairs. Like you'll need a pair of dress boots. You may need a pair of combat boots. You may need a pair of chuckle boots, a pair of Chelsea boots. And so for that reason, right, we definitely want to encourage you guys to buy the best ones that you can. But keeping in mind the fact that you do need to buy multiple pairs, 
that should kind of go into your cost factor. And so that way maybe you can like save some money with each and maybe buy the one that you can afford the most. Or let's say, for example, you wear more preppy fits on a day-to-day basis. Invest in a more quality dress boot, but then maybe invest in a more subpar combat boot if you're not going to wear it as often. For sure. And like, I think it's important here also just to mention like you, if you have a pair of boots that you may pay an, a higher amount for, you may need to repair them in, in the time you own them, maybe like 10 years or 15 years. But overall, like a cost per basis, as Jordan was saying, it turns out pretty, uh, actually way more favorably than replacing a pair of boots year over year. But of course, you need to take into account your consideration. So I think Jordan summed that up very nicely. So keep that in mind. And just another thing is use like this test method where just getting an expensive pair or like uh, if you feel like you're not going to wear combat boots as often, do what Jordan said, get a subpar pair or still like a really nice pair, but let's say for a subpar price, right? And then experiment with there or with them. And if you feel like that's all you need, great. But if you really do want to take it a step further, you know what you really like in a boot and then you could take it further and maybe go with a higher end brand. I've been using this method a lot for shoes that I'm kind of interested in, whereas like I don't know if this would be a good fit for me. So I maybe buy an inexpensive pair. I wear it for a bit. If I really do like it, then I will decide to kind of step it up and invest in a really good quality pair. I initially did this with white sneakers. I did this with my first pair of dress boots. And now I'm probably going to be doing it with combat boots as well this coming fall. Oh, that's exciting. Mm hmm. This man's going to be walking around a med school campus looking like he's already a doctor. <laughs> hopefully we'll have to see <laughs> so we're going to move on to our recommendation ideas and we're going to change it up from the typical hidden gem and the other categories into the boot categories or boot types actually so we wanted to start with the dress boot it's something that we've actually said so often in this episode because we think it's it's a key overall it's something you definitely should have in your closet if you should only have one we feel like a dress boot is the way to go so with this, the Thursday boot, Thursday boots, Captain in Arizona Adobe color goes for 199. But Thursdays, like they are such a great brand. They have, I believe, a good portion of the boots actually constructed uh, with hand uh, or with just uh, it's handcrafted. So they actually put time into their building and their materials and everything. But also, I believe they incorporate the good good year welded construction. So it's going to provide. The extra sense of, let's say, security, knowing that you paid for something that's actually worth the price you paid. I've heard a lot of great things about Thursday boots in terms of their durability, right? A lot of YouTubers, oftentimes it may seem like they're getting sponsored by Thursday boots, but this is one of those rare companies that genuinely deserves a sponsorship, at least in my opinion. Yes, I've for sure. heard amazing stories of guys getting Thursday boots whether it be the captain model in particular, even other models, but they just last them like five, 10, even 15 years. And so even though they're, they've like, they've kind of been around for a while, but now they've started to really gain a lot of traction in terms of popular mainstream fashion. And so we highly recommend that you guys jump on Thursday boots and really take advantage of not just the captain boot for the dress boot, but also some of their other models, depending on what your preferences are, because we do think that the quality they provide is very top tier. Yes, and honestly, dude, look, thinking about it, I feel like in our outfit recommendations, they could honestly pass us Thursday boots. They look that good. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So next, we're going to have our combat boots. These are the diesel lace-up combat boots. They're actually going for like 248 bucks. but as we're saying, you're going to be paying for quality 
time and time again, especially if it's handcrafted, if they use good year well to construction. And then maybe a little for the brand, but in this case, that's going to be such a small portion of what you're actually paying of this overall price where there really shouldn't be any questions asked. Yeah, agreed. I think you really phrased it perfectly. This is a great combat option. Again, if you're a little unsure about whether or not to buy combat boots, again, I would suggest maybe going for a more inexpensive option. But if you end up loving it, right, the diesel lace-up option is definitely the next best step if you do want to invest in a more quality pair. Yeah, now next we have our work boots. So Tim's, we're not going to recommend these. We feel like they're just way too mainstream. Everyone has them. We want you guys to stand out. So actually, take a look at Doc Martin's 1460 men's waterproof lace-up boots. These look phenomenal. I feel like I have a pair that looks kind of similar to these. And honestly, I've gotten a lot of compliments with these boots saying like, wait, they look so good. And the thing is, I've dressed them up. I've dressed them down and they're perfectly okay. I've worn them in snow to shovel, whatever, you name it. It will do the job. Yeah, Doc Martens is a well-reputable brand. They've been around for ages, right? They've, they're have they pretty mainstream amongst females in terms of like female fashion, but men are slowly starting to catch into it. So I'd say you really can't go wrong with Doc Martens. I'm looking into purchasing a couple of boots from Doc Martens myself. And so, again, it's it's you're, you're getting a reputable product that actually has history behind it. And actually from time, time and time again, uh, they do have some discounts and sales. So being the lookout, because I actually got my pair, I think they typically retail for around the 160 mark, just like these. But I think I got mine for somewhere between 70 to 80 bucks. And I got them going into college. So before freshman year, and they've lasted four years and they're still going strong. Now, next we have Chelsea boots. With these, honestly, most of them are good. The pair you get at Kohl's and maybe the pair you get at Thursdays or Thursday boots, I mean, with with a little a couple exceptions, of course, but overall, like for the most part, they're gonna be pretty similar. Just try them for the fit, because these are one of the boots where a lot of people say they can be very narrow on the foot, especially because they're only like that elastic kind of holding your whole foot in place around the ankle. So it's a give and take, and something you may need to, let's say, really get used to and see if your foot is just to even able to fit in these but if you really did have to recommend one we would say the thursday uh, cavaliers in shadow gray which goes for 190 yeah these boots in particular like we've really been mentioning with all of thursday boots right we love the cavalier model in particular because of the suede fit that they provide and i think the suede really stands out especially with chelsea boots they make it look a lot more luxurious and a lot more high quality and so for that reason, if you are going to invest in a very high-quality Chelsea boot, this is probably the one you should be looking out for. Yeah, now next we're going to go to the weatherproof boot. Here we're going to recommend the Sperry's Men's Avenue Duck Boot, actually. These are going to go for around $89.95. And duck boots, they're going to give you that water-resistant, qual- uh, let's say, property. But they actually look kind of cool in the winter. I honestly thought I hated them at first. I remember one of my friends in high school when he started wearing these were like, dude, what are you wearing? And we thought it was the weirdest thing. But now it's like, hold on, they make so much sense. And honestly, I feel like you grow into them over time. I feel like this is definitely one of those boots that has a unique aesthetic to it. And like I mentioned earlier, it also is a rubber PVC hybrid in the sense that's not as like flimsy as like your typical rain boot, but it has durable construction and padding in areas where you'll need it right so the color design can often be off-putting because it's normally 
tan around the footbed and navy blue or green around the outside right it just it can look really weird but from what i've been seeing they have been gaining a lot of traction it tends to fit in fit into that sort of patagonia vineyard vines type of aesthetic so if you're really into that like these boots can do you wonders but other than that like this is also just a solid option if you are looking for a more weatherproof boot and typically these are reserved for winter or late fall early spring because they a lot of them i think have this kind of lining on the inside to really help keep your feet warm uh so that's just something to keep in mind as well i would say finally we're at chukka boots we would recommend the brooks brothers men's suede field chukka boots go for around 89 40 and these are really nice because i mean brooks brothers i feel like there's enough said we've mentioned them before and we don't really need to go into them but great company and their boots it's a change they're suede and they actually stand out for that reason yeah the suede option definitely works especially with more semi-casual or business professional outfits and so for that reason if you are going to invest in a chuckle boot which we think again works better with more semi-casual semi-formal outfits right this is probably the one you want to get and at 89 dollars, it's a really hard price to beat yes 100 percent so honestly, then, on that note, I feel like we've covered everything we had to say about boots. This is definitely a doozy of an episode, and if you guys managed to listen up until this point, thank you guys so much. But again, feel free to kind of jump around the timestamps or re-listen to the episode whenever you want. We'll be posting the product recs and the links to all of the stuff that we talked about in today's episode alongside pics of the outfit ideas if you are actively looking to get invested, whether it be another pair of boots or even your first pair, right? That would be incredibly exciting. Definitely. So on that note, guys, have a good one. Peace. Peace.